Welcome to the Friday Council, a podcast exploring modern life and the human condition. Join us each week for a new conversation. This is the Friday Council. Welcome back to another episode of the Friday Council podcast. Today, we are recording on a Thursday. Sorry to let you all down. Thursday Council. Thursday Council today. Um, yeah. My name's Nav. Got Daniel in front of me and David. Hello. Um, Daniel. Yes, I am David. So, you wanna, yeah, lead us in what we're going on. All right. Talk today, about today. Today is a day kind of paying homage to the inception of this podcast. We're going in kind of a, a, a review slash reflection episode. We don't know where this is exactly going to end up, but this is kind of how the podcast started with just us yarning about or trying to flex our flex our mental uh, <laughs> capabilities on each other and we're like we should start a podcast bro and we did and so here we are now yeah okay well you had a thing that you were mentioning earlier in the week just that i want to bring out was the concept of duping duping, duping. yeah the dupe economy duping, yeah. that was mildly interesting yeah there's about uh, a rise in dupes uh, dupe products which are not fakes not fake products like they use fashion as the main example like gucci bags a fake gucci bag would be like explicitly literally the same with like fake logo and everything a dupe is just a like a reasonable economically sensible alternative to luxury brands it's not ripping off the brand it's a completely different brand but it's designed in the exact same way um and i actually saw something interesting lululemon you know, the active yep. chicks, the active stuff. Yeah, they were doing a trade, a dupe trade-in. So you would bring in your dupe product and they would give you one of their classic staple products as in an attempt to, uh, to, to, to like remove get like brand loyalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, wow. so, so you're getting a deal, I suppose, but um, it, it, the articles I read seem to suggest that there's nothing that businesses could really do about it anyway. My thing, I just, with that is, for one, like if the product is so alike, is there a way of determining if it's actually fake or like what's to say Lululemon, for example? Let's say it's basically the same material. Yeah, it's leggings. Yeah, it's the like composition what? of the leggings is pretty close to the same. Yeah. What's to stop them from, you know, taking them in, cut the label off, we'll stitch our own one on there and just flood it back out into the market. Yeah, yeah. Well, it brings to mind like frugality and stuff. Inflation mm. was mentioned as like a possible cause and people being more frugal and whatnot. But um, I think it's a good thing. I think it's fine. I got no no qualms with it. Okay. For for uh, just for context, have you ever owned anything? Let's counterfeit or uh, how? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say like knockoff. Mm-hmm. Or, I I can share that like, I have before. I've yeah. had. Uh, I know you have, <laughs> yeah. But um, my uh, my mum when she went to the Philippines, probably must be close to ten years ago, back when uh, Beats by Dre were huge, mm-hmm. like they were taking over the headphone market, and um, my auntie over there found a, they called it A grade replica, <laughs> which to me I've never actually owned a pair of Beats, <laughs> so they sounded great to me. Did they like, have the, the logo? Yeah, they had the yeah. logo and everything. Cords, pretty much the packaging is like, from what I can understand, it's like basically exactly the same. And who am I to care, you know? Like, unless you have someone that's 
scoping you out and making mm. sure like I know that's a thing with sneakers. I'm not really into the big sneaker, not a sneaker head, but I know, you know, some people easy could just call you out on it, but does it matter? Yeah. If it's A grade and I mean, the the Beats by Dre headphones literally sucked anyway. It was yeah. just like bass. It was yeah. Like yeah. All bass. It was like yeah, a yeah. real child. Like, oh yeah. Any adults that were real into Beats were not a real. It was I, all, I'm dubious yeah. of your like love for music in general. If you like, if you have Beats and you think Beats headphones are the best. They, it's like ridiculous. Well, they have great marketing. Yeah. We'll give them that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's my story. What about David? Yeah, I've owned quite a bit of counterfeit stuff. <laughs> um, you sell some? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I've had multiple stints selling counterfeit stuff. When I was a lot younger, I wouldn't do that today. Yeah. Uh, but when I was at high school, I sold counterfeit skull candies. Um, that's so again, he's for the hustle. Yeah. yeah. They were pretty crap, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the audio quality was fine, but there's something wrong with the the like jack on them. Uh, that would like kick out, be faulty on a bunch of them, so it stopped working real fast. Um, but yeah, I got busted doing that by trade me. They just said, don't like, really? don't don't do it again, sort of thing. Thank you. Well, okay. Well, they have a reputation to uphold. They can't. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They don't want to become like an AliExpress. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. What do you guys think reckon about brands and brand loyalty anyway? What are your opinions on that? Um, well, is it like, is it all stupid? Like brand I guess loyalty? it depends. Like if you're referring to fa- fashion, mm. like in this context, fashion or technology, whatever, um, I think that's easier to duplicate. You know, for the most part, like we, we know a lot of the clothing is made in china or taiwan or bangladesh or you know those um countries where labor's cheaper to produce the clothing but um i mean if you're dealing with i wouldn't say it's easy to duplicate like manufacturing a car or something um power tool you know like something different you probably those those sort of big ticket items you would want to probably take the time to scope out and make sure it's right but then and the same thing with yeah like luxury watches mm, fashion know, fashion it, it's fashion and brands do. go hand yeah. in hand because they're like oh for sh- well it's like for sh- looks it's like yeah, for it's aesthetics for yeah pretty much because yeah. i mean like i think i stumbled across a website i was looking for a pair of shoes and they yeah i, I didn't realize but like they were selling Articles of clothing, ten like ten thousand US dollars and above. I'm like, who is paying this much money for a pair of jeans with like rips in it when you can buy that here for forty, fifty bucks cheap or mm. closer to a hundred or you know if if they're decent quality pair of jeans. But um, but then at the same time, I've had counterfeit clothes. It's yeah. a big thing in like in in Asian countries, and I think also like uh, what do you call it, Eastern Europe, where they have like markets yeah. um, where you can pretty much cop almost identical thing. There's a YouTuber, his name is um, Colin, Colin a broadcast, and he his premise is he goes around to like different markets and Asia, well around the world basically, and tries to like haggle down the prices of. Um, you know, he's like bartering with these guys because they're trying to rip off, rip off the tourists. Is that his whole content? Yeah, barters. A, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes. That's in, cool. He'll try and buy like fake, yeah, Jordans and soccer jerseys or whatever, just all mm. sorts of things. 
it's quite interesting yeah i mean when you initially when i think about brands and brand loyalty it comes it's like off the bat it feels like just like represents everything like that's like easy to make fun of and what i think is like the downsides of of capitalism but brands that's when the brand is like like selling you it because of status where you can also have brand loyalty for something that's like genuine quality and recognized to be good like swan dry or something that's like a wholesome like a wholesome brand and you buy it because it's because it's more wholesome and then there's brands that are like sorry Gucci or like McDonald's. No, McDonald's isn't a status flex. <laughs> McDonald's definitely isn't a status flex. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Maybe it's something we we um I guess like in New Zealand, for example, would be quite brand loyal to um yeah, like you're saying, Swan Dry or like Scalar Up. We know like their gumboots, the red the red cap ones, whatever you call oh, them. Yeah, I think I know. yeah, yeah they're just it's like famous in New Zealand. I mean you'd have like cultural things like L P for example which is pineapple lumps those sort of things i think we can attribute to like loyalty mm. it's like kind of your well, in that in that way like, like a, a country a country in general or like a flag is kind of like a brand like new yeah. zealand's a kind of a brand well new zealand is like the clean green new zealand is almost a brand trying to sell it as a wholesome brand when in reality like i've talked about before callback first callback to the like environment episode where it's definitely not as clean and green as we yeah. sell it as. And de- it's definitely not. not well, going. I don't know if we're going to go on our first tangent here, <laughs> but um, like in terms of New Zealand as, as a brand, it'd be interesting to know from an outside perspective of, I don't know, someone in China or US or whatever, what they would think of New Zealand. Like, would it be... I guess, like, you know, we think of things like dairy and our tourism and um, like bungee jumping and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think if you think about... It's it's real hard to... I know a yeah. friend from Brazil who says he like absolutely loves Christchurch specifically, and it's okay. real hard to appreciate it in that respect. You're like, wow, really? Like, you could drive down, like, Morehouse Ave. No, this is just, this like, is every worst, other first world city in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or Brougham Street. But, yeah, it's more about, like, the the landscapes close by like beaches and stuff and he's a big bmxer so apparently we have like pretty good skate parks in new zealand but yeah it's kind of like uh it's kind of like it's kind of like when people talk about consciousness it's like you, you can't look at it because you're in it you know yeah, it's kind of like yeah, a paradox yeah. and so it's pretty hard to tell it to think about new zealand as a brand i'm not sure what like genuinely what other people think of new zealand probably lord of the rings yeah, Americans true. definitely think of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Some of them, some of them, fully believe not the adults, the the children at least, which is not so much, I suppose. Believed that we still cooked with fi- over the fire. We I didn't think have electricity. Some, some adults do do. do yeah, do possibly. That. Is that because of like I told the them money Yeah, yeah. Or I was spinning a yarn in America. I was like, my, yeah, we right. still we still cook with over fire, and there's like sheep everywhere. <laughs> so my my uncle said that when he went to Russia. The, a bunch of Russians that he spoke to thought that we still lived in uh, flax skirts and, <laughs> and mud huts. So, that is so there is, there that is, is a percentage of adults out there that do think that yeah, New Zealanders. That's is, crazy. Uh, yeah, some. That, that's something that's always fascinated me is the. It can't just be. It's obviously not just American, but I feel like America's kind of the worst to be like super isolationist in their 
yeah. a geography like they just like don't care yeah. like couldn't care less yeah. they know it's like europe and yeah i mean growing up on on the call of duty games like mm. everyone would obviously all the americans would assume you're european like what are you european yeah um just the uh ignorance of other countries kind of astounds me but i suppose and because i feel like we don't it's not just me and us i feel like as a country we obviously have are required economically to be f- aware of other countries and what's going on oh, I totally. suppose. yeah um but yeah the the ignorance is kind of funny it's funny to spin yarns to foreign kids well, yeah, yeah they'll take like, your word for it they're like fully gripped i, I s- think you live in the stone age and like lord <laughs> of the rings like almost literal universe like, well if, if you went oh, and if you saw someone in another ca- like, i wonder how many people would actually be able to pick out new zealand on a map yeah, not many it's not often pro- looked out not yeah on maps. i was gonna say mm. there's a re- subreddit page um for like maps without nz i think it's called yeah <laughs> I know, I'm it's, it's like, oh, there's man. a lot there's many do you think uh do you think that brand that country is a brand thing will um in the future is going to dissipate with like people since we're obviously more connected than ever now do you reckon that will just be a relic of the past where people are ignorant of other countries like that oh. especially if, if like the what's the wef like takes a more prominent right. role and everyone's just like that's the government the world uh, government i think it could go both ways i think um i mean when we think about like traveling for example or just how much of an industry that is and it was even i guess not scary maybe but yeah to think what would happen to the um aviation industry after the covid when you know they were putting planes in the um the desert for storage and you know you thought okay maybe if we start becoming more isolated with with you know what was that about travel. the planes in the desert for storage i don't know i've never heard that yeah so it's basically dry. yeah uh, oh right yeah there's a um like the opposite of a fridge for food i don't know if they call it the boneyard but yeah. there's a um a desert i think in nevada and or arizona yeah one of those two states where um airlines were flying their spear planes that weren't being used around covid time um, and parking them up because they weren't being used. But because it's dry, did you say? Just yeah. like rust, rust. And yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah. To lead to my point, Random. what I was talking about, Makes you sense. know, there's always going to be people that want to travel, and I think for New Zealand, if if our brand or our image is tourism or um, Lord of the Ring, you know, if you continue to be able to be profitable in those senses. Yeah people are still going to want to come to New Zealand. I think that's another important reason that we don't change the name of the country. Mm. Because that's it. New Zealand is a brand. It's a hot, yeah, it's it's a hot, hot take brand. there. Yeah, yeah. it'll take... It's like, why put, go through all that work of building up a new brand when you've already got one? Yeah. Yep. Like, I like David Seymour said how, in, in the talk we saw of his, how he wants to almost recreate he feels like new zealand doesn't have an identity anymore he wants to recreate or foster at least foster a sense of identity in new zealand and you mentioned travel i think that's why everyone likes to travel like because there's like a different identity it's not just the same same yeah that's why i've always it's made fun of though i've been myself of the of um people are real stoked to go to australia yeah. or like have only been to australia <laughs> yeah, and i'm like terrible. dude yeah, there's like so rough. much to see in the yeah. world and you go to Australia <laughs> yeah. which is like very similar to New Zealand yeah, 95% yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. That, but that. I suppose if it's the only place you've been it is like if you've got nothing else to compare it to it's very different but 
maybe maybe those people just need a bit more of a broader perspective. Watch more nature documentaries or like documentaries in other countries. Well, I was gonna say with I, I like to roast them anyway. With no, um yeah, with traveling, like it's pretty easy now to have access at least to see and let's say Google Maps or even just photos of you know the hist- um what would you call them landmarks around the world so like the Eiffel Tower and um, Grand Canyon etc like we we have access to images and videos and um, Google Earth I remember when that came yeah. out and just like playing right. around and you'd be like wow and then you turn into 3D mode you like fly over with the skyscrapers it's, so like you can see any part of the world and probably now with VR I haven't had mm. that experience but with VR and um, but like it doesn't matter like you still want to travel mm. like it's like yeah it comes down to it there's yeah. nothing the same as hopping on a plane or a cruise or whatever and actually getting out of there and experiencing it for yourself yeah yeah I know what you mean I just I can get kind of pessimistic just thinking about like the the McDonald's is a classic like so worldwide there's a McDonald's yeah. like in most countries and I feel like the trajectory is, is more companies like that where it's where it's like like we'll, maybe we'll inevitably have like Walmarts will just compete the the warehouses and then there'll be Walmarts wow. That's and like people part of people capitalism go to, too though yeah, yeah yeah people who go to Australia and they're like I love shopping at like they go shopping is yeah, like just yeah. another warehouse it's like the warehouse but it's called what, something else it's an Australian version Target like or something or, yeah um, yeah. Yeah, going to like the Alice stores or yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's a waste of life. It <laughs> <laughs> just depresses me. No, that's fair, <laughs> but it's just my opinion. Some people, yeah, thrilled by it. I don't think like if, there's different ways to travel. So let's say if you take sitting on a beach and just relaxing and not having to think about the struggles of the world or what's going on in your life. And then there's like adventurous travel where you'd be like getting out of there and walking around and seeing as much as you can. I think there's probably a, a need for both in a way. Um, yeah. But then you can also have that in your own mundane, like your routine in life. So I went through a phase of, this is probably another segue, went through a phase of, I guess, doing, wanting to fill up your calendar as much as possible and always be doing something. And otherwise I felt like I was getting nothing done, no purpose. But then it became more like, actually, I actually prefer, and I guess finding out about myself is I prefer to have like a more routine structure of you know, work and family, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, and it, it was like a change of perspective that brought that up for me. Mm. So in in that sense, I still want to travel, but then I like, unless you're a YouTuber who, who whose purpose is to travel, it's not possible to be doing it all the time. So yeah. it makes it like looking for you, you book something, having the time and actually leading up to it, you know, it makes you val- uh, value it more. Yeah, it's just for me. I agree. I, I I hate to bring it up as well, but if this is a, a an episode where we're kind of just being ourselves and just going with the flow. Um, is this bad advice? If you feel, if you don't have the money or necessarily the time to go traveling as much as you want, take another kind of trip. David, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, do some drugs. It feels like you go somewhere, you go somewhere different. 
in in many in many respects is very it's very similar. <laughs> and I hate I hate talk like, I hate that I bring it up so much, but I just at the moment at this point in my life I find them very fascinating, and um, it really feels like you learn like. I think that the point, maybe one one of the points you're making is like doing something new, like something new, learning something new or experiencing something new is very refreshing. And that can be a way to make your, you know, your every day a bit more exciting. Um, yeah. Okay. That's... It's, it's, it's served my, that, that thing yeah. I'm thinking served my life at least reasonably well so far. Yeah. I don't, I mean. You instantly think of abuse from that in that respect, but. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I'm all, I don't think it's for everyone. Like, mm. is if you're not actively like, seeking it, is is there a point? Like, it, yeah. it depends on what your stage of life. Like, I don't know. It's probably more likely if we're talking to a younger demographic of uni students or whatever, early twenties or yeah. Or let's yeah. not put a cap well, on it, but. Yeah, but you know, it's not as easy to say to 30, 40 year old children. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. It's, not, it's definitely trip. not for everyone. Why don't you go on another trip? Yeah, go on a different kind of trip. There yeah. are like a hundred great walks, well, not great walks, but a hundred like nature, beautiful yeah. nature walks like within an advice. hour's drive yeah, that you can better, do. Better advice. <laughs> not, not that I have any objection. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. happily would not trip. It's not I'd generic advice do, for do, everyone. Do other drug experiences. But, yeah. uh, yeah, better advice for someone who's seeking uh, a travel adventure or whatever would be yeah. just, yeah, like, within New Zealand. Yeah, just, well, like, like we said, like, living in Christchurch makes it kind of hard to appreciate it, but... I mean, if so you many... think about it, well, I can speak for myself, but I've probably explored <clears throat> less than 10% of New Zealand. Hmm. Yeah, I'd probably and, about yeah, the same. And, even le- I don't know. Yeah, probably even yeah. less in my case as well. I'd say that would be, at most, 10% of New Zealand. Um. <clears throat> And yeah, obviously it still costs money, uh, and you know, you know, accommodation and stuff can be equally as expensive, if not more expensive. But yeah, it's more accessible in the fact that yeah, you don't have to get on a plane and and stuff like that. So, and, and yeah, within reason, you can go camping like we did for nearly no money. So yeah, it's maybe that go f- explore New Zealand because yeah, there's a lot of it that you probably have, and yeah, myself included, haven't explored. Yeah, that's a it's a good point. Like, when I if, if I'm thinking about going overseas, well, going on a holiday, so I should say, my first thought is overseas. Although we have so much of our own backyard that we could see, it's like the, I think maybe for me it's like yeah, it's purely like a cost benefit ratio. Like, you can travel around, I guess, drive around length of South Island to the North Island and stop in certain places, but. Also, you could fly across the world, however, a thousand miles to a new place, and it's like I feel like you're getting more value for for money. Mm. So I guess should New Zealand tourist tourism be also focused on, um, like domestic. locals? Yeah, domestic. Yeah, like, that was the like Hamner Springs, for example. It's it's one of those things to the people who have been there or close to Christchurch. It's only ninety minutes away mm. by car. Like beautiful place, yeah. like beautiful facilities, but at the same time, it's like, is it? There should be like a locals discount to entice more people. Yes, to to go, because yeah. I think if you, let's go to Hamner's. Oh, who wants to pay like I don't even know what it is now. It could be like thirty five bucks for an adult to go in. Yeah, 
No, mm. that's a great that's a great idea. Other countries had it. I've been to India and they had like local discounts. I suppose the the disposable income level from tourists versus the local Indians is vast. It's like magnitude orders of magnitude different. But so their their price is like three bucks to get an admission, and Westerners pay like twenty bucks. Like it's a massive difference. Yeah, but twenty bucks is you know regular for us. Um, it's all relative. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I don't know any we're in New Zealand. Oh, the new hot pools in Christchurch. Uh, do that for locals like very local if you're a Christchurch resident you get a discount but um, that seems like a no-brainer really you know but I guess the other argument is if they can afford to be doing it and still run their business why wouldn't they do it it's like um, you would think in theory like a bottle of milk for a country that produces so much milk would be next well I don't say next to nothing but cheap in relative terms but then I think we're one of the highest other countries that pay quite a lot for our milk, even though we produce it here. Mm. Yeah, or, that, and butter why, and steak, like those you, sort of things. Do you guys have any understanding of why that is? I think it's purely just that, that if they can make more money shipping it across the world mm. or to other markets, why they must be making? Why wouldn't you? I suppose it's like shipping it in massive bulk orders. So I was going to say they must be making heaps more to justify the cost of the shipping and the storage and the deliveries, rather than just delivering it straight to like local. Like there must it must be way, way more valuable for them to justify doing it. But I suppose they're just bulk, like bulk shipping out. Oh butter. yeah, it'd be like containers and containers worth. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's yeah it's one of those things that I guess, unless you have government regulation or like government step in yeah, it's not going to change mm. so I don't know if I was running a business I I totally why wouldn't you be for the most part out for profit but then I guess if you can if you can if you can run a sustainable model that's um, good for locals but also good for your own profits mm. I think there's benefit yeah it definitely seems uh, the, the, I mean the cost of livings in the news a lot last yeah. few months and since well, since covid really but it's still definitely livable like it's still it's still all right it's not it's not i know in america some of the stat like the minimum wage stats versus like a cheap rental seems seems like impossible like on the mm-hmm. surface so I'm, I'm sure it's not that impossible not as impossible as it sounds but it's definitely way more dire than here like having to work like literally two jobs if you're on minimum wage to just afford rent and food but um no, it seems to, it seems to be all right here at least for the for the meantime. I was gonna say something else, Dan. I forgot. I guess it depends who you talk to, though. I think there was an article that was out on stuff, or was it the one of the um, news articles? It was featuring I think ten local New Zealanders around the country who were experiencing like hardship with the cost of living. Oh, it was a different walks of life i think one was a liquor store owner who'd been ram raided three times and within a year and got a student or mm. there's one mum with three kids and, and talking about like what they receive and think how much they're paying for a co- like renting and etc etc mm. so yeah i everyone's going through different things but i i for the most part i probably would agree with you mm. um i remember what i was going to say but the extra point i was going to make was um, I think a lot of we might have lived through what could be the peak like abundance and cheapness of like the widest variety of goods. I feel like like 
mid two thousands, late two thousands were like in terms of in terms of food and cost of living, like the options are so so cheap. It felt like it was never it had never been cheaper, you know. But like comparing, I'm thinking about my parents talking about they remember when the first Chinese restaurants were opened up in New Zealand, like mm. just the amount of abundance and the cheap cheapness of food, and it's gone up since COVID, but due to probably like money printing reasons. Yeah. But uh, I think people myself included get real used to it's just the classic getting real used to your standard of living and then being like, oh, i can't afford anything anymore and and meanwhile you're buying like 100 bucks worth of weed a week and you're smoking cigarettes and you got netflix and blah 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 yeah yeah i think if you're talking about food for example and this might not be the best example but when we're in high high school you'd have like the value options at say maccas where you could get like a, a apple pie for a dollar or um, like a chicken cheeseburger was like two bucks. <laughs> yeah, and now I just think even there's like the the value options that they they have are just they're not like yeah not really valuable. Has minimum all. wage gone up in relation to that? Do you think we, we, we could work it out? It's gone up heaps since high school. More yeah, more yeah, than the ratio insane. of the value. It's probably about the same as the, yeah, dollars, the just cheap think, food, fast it, food. It seemed like your money was going further back then than it is now. Minimum even wage was more probably. probably like twelve dollars something from mm, high school. True, it's almost doubled. But mind you, like twenty. Yeah, is it even like twenty two something now? So it's about double anyway. But so is the my, ch- the dollar menus. Well, it's about double for context. Like my first job, which was in retail, which I I had, um, first wage I was getting was thirteen dollars fifty yeah, an hour, and right. that was in two thousand and ten. So yeah, thirteen years ago. Yeah, I mean, you obviously you have to calculate for like inflation and and what the money's worth back yeah. then to what it is now, but even I guess with every increase that goes up in minimum wage, obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but you do notice prices will change in rest- like food restaurants, um, even a lot. I think electronics seem to be more expensive now. Um, yeah, it's it just doesn't seem like your money goes as far so mm. then you, i guess you can still get by and then you might have to make certain sacrifices cut this out or live off pasta <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. One, one aspect of inflation i only just recently clicked or learned about that made sense was the covid's kind of a unique example because it was the money the extra money that was all printed or typed into the computer it was a lot of it was given out to directly to people in the form of the um what were they called stimulus stimulus yeah yeah, yeah. um but in general with inflation and it still would happen with covid the new money that's printed it's not like instantly dispersed like that or to, definitely not to that level to the common people or the, the people that get the first access to the new money before the market has time to adjust, adjust and inflate prices this is like all the people with all the money anyway and all the the, re, the people in the banking and, and the high ups um so they don't so they get all this extra money the prices are still haven't responded yet to the new influx of printed mm. money so they so it makes yeah so it's in their interest the people who control the money flow n- not exactly that one person's interest but that their surround immediate surrounding people um do no, you no, i don't think that's how it works do you know i think well because you can't buy everything at once so the- no no but yeah but it takes a t- it takes a bit to for the new money to for the m- 
yeah, market to for, respond yeah, to the, the new prices to go up. Yeah, yeah, but you can't like go to the supermarket and buy a year's worth of food while things are still cheap, can you? No, but it'd be like it's like a like house prices, like people with massive have yeah. access to all, all well, that assets. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. relevant so to assets. House, yeah, you can buy but, house prices before they start to catch up to the inflated money supply. Yeah, I, I think a lot yeah. of it. Comes I don't know down. who who exactly gets it, but well, it's definitely think, not going to be us on wages that get the. Well, it could have been. Money. It could, it could have been you could have bought a house. I could have bought a house if I, if I had the benefit of hindsight. Anyone could have, there was no lending restrictions at that point in time. Yeah. Mm. So anyone can do it. Almost anyone can do it because the banks would have lent, certainly would yeah. have lent to me. Well, obviously, in hindsight, yeah. it would have been perfect to buy yes. right at the time price. Of, was it late 2019 when the peak started started to, to go up exponentially mm. and then sell out and you could just be sitting on money or cash while... Um, yeah prices seem to be decreasing mm. but i think with with what was going on with, with covid and, and stimulus it was i guess you could say no one no one knew what was going to happen with 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 covid and so the idea was it was going to be a time where people would be spending less yeah. you know like not going out so the whole point of the stimulus at that time was to encourage people to spend Hmm. And so everyone who is receiving it, I guess it comes down to like financial literacy. For, I, I think I received the payment when we were getting paid at my job. I didn't spend anything. To me, it was like a month of, I guess, not having to work. I'm not going out. I'm not buying any like food takeaways because none of these places are open. Mm, that I was mean, a great time. Yeah. At the time here, <laughs> like personally. you could only buy essential items what was deemed essential by the government so i was just like oh yes this is extra money for me that's i was a lot poorer back then you know so but different i've received a thousand dollars here well i don't know what i would do at this point in time but um yeah to encourage people to to spend more and i think there are just people out there wasting it on crap it's what people do it's like yeah. people get tax returns yeah so they don't think of it as that was money that I never should have paid, they think of it as it's a gift of money. Mm. And then they go out, oh, I got a tax return, so I'll go to, for a trip to Bali. <laughs> yeah, which is marketed, or it was before it was real easy to do yourself through ID directly. Those third-party ones marketed yeah, it right. real well. Mm. Yeah. It was like just one click, and it was yeah. like people on holidays and stuff. Yeah, But then yeah, it's easy to say yeah. now in hindsight, like at the time, of, I think, let's say, that's when I started, I guess, investing or more people had opportunity to understand what investing was because the economy or the stock market had pretty much uh, took a nosedive and then we had like a v-shaped economy especially in the u.s anyway um it was like a v-shaped economy where people thought stocks can only go up right but in reality when you were borrowing all this money and injecting into the market well of course asset prices are going to increase because people have more money to spend on these things. Mm. And if you have, I guess, if it's finite or there's only so much supply, well, what happens when there's less supply? Demand goes, you know, it's simple supply and demand. Mm. And so it's easy to say now, like, when we're going through this inflationary crisis, I guess, um, oh, you know, um, I should have done I, this differently. Yeah. But I like the... As, yeah. I like to... My neighbor, my Romanian neighbor, said she came over a few weeks ago and she said, um, 
I forget exactly how she said it, but she's like, like this inflation, it's all, it's all bullshit. Like, I don't, I'm not feeling it at all. Like, my life has never been better. And I was like, yeah, I'm the same. Mm. I'm the same. So I agree. I, I don't disagree. Obviously, there are people out there struggling. But yeah, for me personally, I, mm. I barely feel it at all. Obviously, that's um, somewhat uh, what's the like because i live with my parents so it's a sh- it's sheltered so it's not the real world but yeah my neighbors they have their house paid off the married couple so mm. um like they said they're, yeah. they're, they're is, ne- never been earning more like the quality of life has never been better they don't they don't they don't notice mm. inflation at all you're yeah. talking about buying a new car and i'm like well yeah I, I completely agree with you and especially like considering i've got a large um, portion of money sitting in the bank mm. earning interest rates that have never been better in my lifetime mm. so yeah it, it, these things uh mm. they, there's winners and losers i was gonna say that's exactly the thought i had just pop up there's always gonna be winners and losers in some regards people will want house prices to drop yep. so they can enter into the housing market but then on the other hand you would have had people who had fomo who would have leveraged themselves to the max who i think as i heard maybe even close to 50 percent of um money in more uh lending and mortgages still hasn't refixed mm. and so like there will still be a squeeze yeah, as it is a lag there's gonna be a lag yeah and mm. so there will be winners and there will be losers but i think from what we've seen in hindsight like markets are always cyclical yeah so if then again it's not to say and it's a cliche past performance doesn't equal yeah. future returns but it could, it could be heading into a lost yeah, decade as exactly, they call it yeah, where like Japan shit just goes down yeah because J- yeah we're so used for a whole yeah, decade Japan, yeah or J- things like Japan has still not reached I think it's, it's oh, I'll bring stock up, market yeah. peaked in either the 80s or the 90s and it's never it's never reached its peak again so yeah hmm. and it, in a lost decade would be like nine, the 1930s where hmm. from 1929 to late 1930s the stock market just went either went down or went down to a certain extent and then took ages to go back up. So yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah, who, it's who, one of those things. No, no, no. And it's just, that's why you trade instead of invest. <laughs> and then you just mm. play what, play the tape at the moment. The market's looking somewhat improved. So, uh, but it can turn in a, a turn in an instance, but well, yeah. if you're managing risk, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So. Market, the market is, I, what's the example I remember reading it, but it's like people will see when things are going down is fear like, oh my gosh, things are going to drop. We should sell it. But there's the whole buy, uh, buy low, sell high. But I think you notice more people sell it lows because yeah. there's more fear that it's going to drop even lower. Mm, it's but a very what, emotional thing. It's a huge, yeah, exactly. It's an you emotional thing. Yeah. If you didn't know anything about it, you wouldn't assume you'd think, oh, it's all maths and numbers and yeah. computers doing everything. But um, people's emotions get from away. people who have, I guess, we who have participated in it for a long period of time, know that there's always going to be drops and increases, and it's not um, log- uh, rational. Is the right word? It's not mar- the market's never rational. You could have a company put out stellar numbers in their earnings report, and the stock will still drop the next day. Like you just, you just don't know. But it's the whole like time in the market thing, not mm. time in the market. Unless you're a trader, which yeah, you don't give a opt- crap. Yeah. You don't give a frick. Just trade the technicals. Yeah, don't worry about the fundamentals. Um, um, I, I still think, yeah. Well, my my inflationary advice is there's stuff that doesn't really get infected uh, affected by inflation, like 
<laughs> how much has the price of uh, has, has pasta gone up in the past 10 years? You can still get, uh, you can even get the instant packets, which work out more expensive. You get there the San Remo instant packs um, for 99 cents. Maybe they were 50 cents 10 years ago. But like, you get what I mean. Mm. Like, it's not really a big difference, is it? Uh, and then you can yeah, buy like the, the proper non-instant bags of pasta. Like yeah K- kg for like a couple of bucks mm. same with rice yeah there's, i agree that I, yeah I, I you don't if you're eating salmon and and stuff like that yeah you're gonna feel the the the, the bite of inflation but if you just yeah potatoes like there's so much cheap stuff out there crumpets is my, yeah. my go-to i think moment. it's people getting like, used yeah. to their standard of living eh? and they yeah go, well, now so, i have to substitute my salmon for potatoes i'm feeling the pinch <laughs> yeah so just I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm lucky in that I don't have a, an exotic taste and diet. Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh like apparent, and I know like partner in retail, like their wages definitely haven't gone up. Yeah, it doesn't keep uh, up, and it doesn't like in a two or three year, like with the, the inflation that we've experienced yeah. now. Um, definitely hasn't gone up in in uh, logs lockstep with yep. inflation. Mm. Um, I, think, so I can understand how people who are maybe already on if you're already on the pastas and stuff then, yeah, then yeah. you'd be feeling it <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. already like yeah yeah, yeah. um i just want to say about the, the infl- uh, uh, do you agree uh, this makes sense i heard it tell me if this is logical that like nature of capitalism is to make things cheaper and more efficient so like the past price of pasta just capitalism makes incentivizes you to make pasta cheaper and cheaper and cheaper more like mass scale and, and more effective and inflation counteracts that so maybe inflation just um going up higher than faster mm. than the price that the right. products can naturally yeah, yeah, through yeah, capitalism yeah. go down and now we're noticing it usually it's kind of about the same you know maybe it, yeah i, I think that that, that yeah. could be yeah correct mm. um yeah yeah like without any inflation pasta might be you know, it'd be like ten cents now. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But inflation kind of. Yeah, well, you need like a, like a, little, a, little, a little bit of inflation. It's just yeah. when it gets too out of hand. I, I can't. I I get the gist of it. I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, but because well, like a little bit of inflation, yeah, raises asset prices, which is over the long course for your yeah, asset owners, which most people eventually will be. It's beneficial. Mm. It's beneficial that your house goes up in price. It's just you don't want to everything to go up so rapidly that you. It, it gets out of out of sync as, mm. as i say it's not i get the gist of it i can't explain that perfectly, yeah, but I, I, it makes sense in my head that yeah a little bit of inflation is good because it essentially creates wealth because because what could we could we imagine what it would look like if there was no inflation just let capitalism go and so so like Free like a bitcoin kind of same level of monetary money in the in the economy and capitalism makes everything slightly cheaper I, I don't know enough about the economics yeah, to, to know yeah, what, would, what would happen. I, I don't, guess it I depends don't on the pro- product that is being made because... Well, I think it's, it applies to everything. Yeah, but yeah. like, like, like the, I think you cheaper, do need a bit of... Houses get... But materials yeah. get cheaper. Yeah, I mean, it depends what it is, but like if it's... Mm. If it's like food being produced, if it becomes to the point where it's so cheap, like, and you'd one, you'd probably have to be producing more of it. Otherwise, it might get to a point where it's really not viable anymore and then that's where i think you know if you're running a business and then it's if you look at like the life cycle of a business model where you have like growth and then stagnate stagnates dips and then eventually levels out um you just put your money elsewhere or then 
it also incentivizes um, progress or you know new um, industries like space for example space exploration one that never existed well I guess you could say there's NASA anyway point be- point being like there's going to be new innovations that money will pour into but um, yeah if it, if it becomes too like cheap it's good for the consumer but then is it good for the business or hmm well the nature of capitalism they just wouldn't it's pretty ruthless in that it just kick out any businesses that aren't so it just it leaves the ones that are left and I suppose the ones that can do it at the biggest scale yeah well like Amazon for example could probably easily absorb or um, price out competitors there's a um, in the business that I'm working in there's a retailer in Australia that competes with the ones that we supply to who could easily um, price out and sell things, certain things at a loss just to take market share to a point and then could easily raise their prices. Same mm. same things happen with um, pharmacies here, mm. like with, with Chemist Warehouse in Australia. And then you've Big, got massive department chemist. stores. Yeah, yeah, they're dropping or having $0 prescriptions. It will entice people to pull away from like the smaller pharmacies or um, yeah, small-owned ones because a lot of people are just driven by price mm. and make the move easy. There might be people that are loyal, you know, like you mm. go to the same, you generally would go to like the same GP or not everybody. But like if, if I had a good relationship with a doctor, I wouldn't easily want to like change, you know, because they would know your family history, etc. But if it's like business, well, most consumers just driven by price. Mm. So. What's that like? A, we've talked about this is a callback. We've we've talked about this before, but like, what's like the end game of that process? Where like large corporations can just price out smaller ones? Doesn't that just mean they'd be like? There isn't. Oh yeah, what did yeah. you have to say? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a misconception because people mm. say, "Oh, monopolies." Yeah, and that's unfair. But as long as it's not a monopoly by regulation, right? So it requires something outside yeah. of capitalism. Yeah, to, because essentially what it. that yeah what what that means is like yeah, if we think of Amazon, it just means that they're so providing such a good deal for the consumer, and then, and then that they that everyone is priced out, and they say, "Oh," and then then as soon as everyone else goes out of business, they can just double their prices. But no, as long as there's a reg- not a regulation that doesn't allow other businesses to restart up because if prices start going up, other businesses come back and they say, yes, oh, right. the price has gone up. Now we can come back and compete. We can, yeah. Mm. So as long as there's not a regulation that, that uh, bans other businesses from starting uh, up and selling the same products when, when Amazon, if Amazon were to increase their prices, then That's yeah, right. it will always, yeah. The market yeah. will iron itself out. Yeah, as yeah. soon as prices go up, people see an opportunity to make money, and then that brings prices back down. That makes so, sense. So yeah, yeah. the yeah. O- the only just, way yeah it doesn't work is if you have like a government monopoly where a government, like I used the example of like uh, Sky City, uh, where where they have the, they can be the only casino that can run in Auckland for like the next decade or something. Mm, that's kind of dangerous. Yes, that will probably come with like a lot of strings attached, so that they can't really like the social license where they have to keep eyes on people gambling and stuff like that. So yeah, won't yeah necessarily get out of control um, because yeah, it'll be a highly regulated industry. But yeah, if, if uh, the government said that 
uh, foodstuffs is the only supermarket that's allowed to sell food products in New Zealand for the next decade, then yeah, that would be problematic if it didn't mm. come with, they can only cap their prices. Yeah, yeah. So, and you will find examples of that around the world where there will be like crazy monopolies like that. Um, maybe, yeah, I, don't know, I can't think like of the Pharmaceuticals gr- possibly, is that a good example? Like certain medications, if they're produced and you have the patent. Yeah, patent, that's or, messy. I think there's only okay. like a lifespan on a patent and then you, the company that makes a drug for the first time is allowed to be the only ones that can make it for like 20 or 30 years and then once that expires they everyone can start making it mm. i don't know yeah i believe that's what i've heard um, like copyrights last for only like 50 years or something? okay Is right that, i think i remember hearing that set something to do if i remember yeah i think you're I right yeah I, I, I heard that but I can't, that clearly can't be right because like disney and like mickey mouse is yeah, all like know. expired then like well and truly expired <clears> in that case yeah, I I don't yeah. know. No, it'll be. I was thinking years, maybe an example years. would be uh, like the Aramco, which is the Saudi Arabian oil company. Cause I think like the government runs it, so it's like a government non- monopoly. Mm. So yeah, I I'd be so, there will be like examples that you can look around. It would probably be like a government owned monopoly. It won't be a private company. It'll be a government owns a business and they've created a monopoly for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That makes that makes full sense. That puts my mind at ease, I suppose. Yes. But I suppose thinking yes. about it like in a opinionated aesthetic way is like, is that is that a cool future? <laughs> we have like one one super well, yeah, like maybe one supermarket where it's just like they just they don't raise prices, but it's just just aesthetically you have one place for food. You don't get to choose between I think land. Yeah. And I think there will always be uh, alternatives on on a small scale because that's it. There will always be people who are looking for the experience rather than mm. a bottom dollar. So that's true. like and that there are products that started out here recently that I mentioned where I think Costco. No, no, it's one where you can invest in it and you get a lifetime discount. Oh. I forget if it's vegan or if it's just. I think it's oh. it's a vegan supermarket. Mm. So they're focused on sustainability, whatever vegan, and yeah, there will always be. There are certain products. Sorry. Yeah. No. I. I, I don't. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I've had ads that have popped up. Yeah. I think, for I can't remember what it's called. Of a real world example. Um. I, I can't. Maybe. Like a crappy old like bookstore or something. Secondhand mm. bookstore. Well, that's kind of what I was going to say. I was like, there are products like secondhand books, microgreens, another one where it doesn't really lend itself to like massive, massive, uh, at huge scale corporate. Uh, businesses because yep. it's like i mean with the microgreens example they can only be they can only they have like a real short shelf life so when it's like a massive operation like that you're adding like days onto like getting it into the store yep. whereas you know like that's always going to be more favorable to like growing it and then yep. taking it directly to a local like place right yep. on the shelf and yeah like you said secondhand books like you yeah. can't really amazon secondhand books it's always going to be like a small dingy well, well, well yeah it's just more uh, True, you totally could actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's about places that people go to for the experience rather than rather than for a great deal. Mm. Yeah, well, well, like a yeah, farmers market might be possibly an example. Yeah, but I think farmers markets tend to do be cheaper than than supermarkets. Anyway, well, look, what about but, that secondhand book that business that you noticed was for sale? And yeah. the problem being that yeah, it was, so it was a lady who or two ladies who go around like garage sales yeah. and op shops and they collect secondhand books and, and then sell it. It's a hustle in a business. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you can't scale that. it. 
like a, a method yeah 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 you can't scale it and not everyone can do that because yeah a business is where you have a book supplier and yeah. then it's like a, a repetitive process yeah. that re- requires that you can find the garage sales and and it's yeah somewhat luck of the draw yes um so that you couldn't yeah yeah in that respect yeah, yeah. well it'd be like finding gems of people or buying um what do they call them like expired storage units like it's a some people do it as a hustle, right? Yeah. You might strike gold and find something in there, but oh, yeah. it's basically you can't gambling, isn't it? as like an income if you're not... Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just yeah, trying to think like of a good example of like a business that's not really efficient, but still exists because it's more about the experience rather than... Hmm. Maybe I went there today. Uh, what is it? That Allison Movie Land or whatever. Mm. Yeah, like they have all those DVDs. DVDs aren't really a thing, but it's kind of it's very niche, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. You can buy or watch movies on Netflix or whatever for cheaper, but it's about it's it's very small and it, yeah, only works on a small scale because yeah. there's only a small audience of people. But they're going there. Mm. Like my sister is real into it more than I am. But I've like, been to a few movies there. I, yeah, I, I yeah. quite like the exp- yeah, experience. And, yeah, yeah, and and. Well, yeah, that's it. They do have movies as well, like the cinemas, um, but they like, have a whole bunch of DVDs that you can rent, mm. um, which is, yeah, that's a dead business model. But on a super small scale, like they have it, there's a small audience of hardcore fans who are happy. I think it was three movies, three DVDs for a week for $15. Like that's a terrible deal. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a terrible it deal. But but yeah. there's a small group of people who, because my sister, she loves yep. the, the physical and like yep. the covers and stuff like that. So it's the experience. I yep. think also they tend to have like a range of mm. movies that you yeah be a lot odd. harder to, yeah, to um, yeah. pirate, let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 Oh, going back all the way back to the beginning with brands, like one thing that, you, that can't be put onto a mass scale is like, person like personable personableness you know what i mean like uh, the person to person thing you can't like you can't mass produce that like a like we mentioned with lucas with the mass produced self-help it's Mm -hmm. like yeah you need it needs to be it's never going to affect you as well as someone talking directly to like a mentor can and and tailor it exactly to your life and i'm thinking Um, like i'm just tight back with food not really supermarkets but um are you aware of there's a one of them's called like good for it's a yeah yeah so it, it's that yeah no maybe not it, they're like a like a they, their focus is i think is um like sustainability healthy food so they are like a supermarket but very small scale uh another one they just changed their name recently but it's changed to i think nourish and thrive i forget what it was called for called before that um but they're like i think they're based in um What's that place near Rickerton that's not Rickerton, that block of shops? Bush Inn. Yeah, Bush Inn. They're based in Bush Inn. So it's like a mini supermarket, mm. uh, a bakery in a way, like Coop- Coopland's is sort of like a mini supermarket in a way, isn't it? Like it's it's yeah mainly like wheat products. It's not, um, but it's it's a mini supermarket in, in a way, isn't it? Like you could live off. You off, could, yeah. yeah. It would be limited. Your, your food, you're not going to buy salmon, no. but you're going to buy bread and buns bread, milk, yeah yeah cookies, milk. yeah yeah pies so yeah. that's what i mean those places i think will always exist because yeah people aren't necessarily going there for bang for buck it's going there for something yeah a little bit different maybe not the experience as such in those cases hmm. uh I, I think in those those two former examples the good for and nourish and thrive i think yeah they're targeting themselves i, I can just imagine the the, the target uh, audience it'd be the, the the soccer mom it'd be the 40 year old 
um, stay-at-home mom who's super uh, eco-conscious, health-conscious, and they won't be the cheapest. And certainly they're not the cheapest, but it's all the sustainably packaged, organic, probably a lot of it. And it, yeah, true. It's targeting to a, a very specific audience who's not going there to get the cheapest seeds and the cheapest butter, nut butters or whatever. And they're going there for the, the sort of the highest quality. And something that has a nice story, guilt-free story. Oh, it's, mm. it's not done by child, child labor and it's a biodegradable bag and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it might be a fallacy from like from my, my thinking where I'm like, Oh, it's what is what's stopping like the nature of, of capitalism just in one big like an aesthetically ugly like huge department store that you just go to for everything. It's like grey and everything's sterile. <laughs> so that's assuming that that's assuming even that everyone has the same interest in, in likes and products yeah. that I do. So yeah. you know, I'm thinking of a department store where there's things that that I want to buy that are like that maybe are sustain like sustainably packaged or whatever. But yeah. people, some people don't care about that. Some people are way yeah. more hardcore than me. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's going to be always room for yes. little niches. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a it's a good point. Like um, you use the example of Alice in Movie Land here. You could yeah you easily watch stuff on Netflix. Or you watch it in the comfort of your own home. Um, or if, most people prefer that. Most yeah, people most like people yeah, of course. That, that's but what then I'm, for me, like there was always something I've enjoyed since ever since I can remember is going to the movies and watching. I don't know. You, you know, this, this like, yeah, chicken run. So many movies that I've watched in the past, however, twenty seven years, or well, we less than that, because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't watching for yeah. a baby. But point being, like, it's just, it's the experience for me. Yeah, like, um, yeah, you could easily get everything delivered to your door from Amazon or whatever, or your groceries from the supermarket. But some people like walking around the physical store and shopping and checking out what the produce mm. is and. Um, yeah. yeah 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 and it, even if you think on that on still it's still a mass scale but new world compared to even countdown mm. and certainly compared to pack and save new world is very uh not very it's a bit more upmarket everything is is laid out but i think they finally stopped doing this at my new world but f- probably because of tough times new world yeah new world presses they used to have someone who greets you at the door and I was like, this is such like the the most useless employee like role. Some paying someone to greet you at the door. Damn. They finally stopped that probably because like tough economic mm. times. That's an easy yeah easy cut. Yeah, make. such an easy cut. Yeah. Um, but that that's an example where like you would never get that at Countdown. Certainly wouldn't get that at Pack and Savers. And so no. it's just a nice touch. I didn't really care for or it. Or even your bags packed for you. Like you'd, yep, every yep. checkout would have yep, yep. someone and packing the bags. Yeah. yeah. And New World, it's much more sort of crafty than Countdown. Uh, like I went there, I went last night and I was looking at coffee and there's just way larger variety of coffees than you get from Countdown. There's just so, so many more different types of coffee. Um, and uh, like the bakery at New World. I think pop pops a bit Bussin. more. Yeah, yeah, pops a bit more than the than the bake bakery at Countdown. So they're they're a bit yeah, uh, a little bit crafty. As I say they're still a mass supermarket, but yeah, New World mm. is definitely a bit more of an upmarket experience than Countdown, and certainly obviously Pack and Save. Certainly, yeah. It's I suppose there's the 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 key to fight against the depressing, aesthetically ugly, mm, massive department so. store uh, future potential future probably not going to happen is. Keep keep ran- keep being different and diversify. You've got to have <laughs> an be edge random over yeah. your competition. Like Riverside Market, for example, as well. Like 
you, you, <laughs> you're paying a lot more generally for your produce and whatever you buy if you're buying fish from the stores there but it's like an experience yeah. like you're going through checking out the stalls seeing what they've got um i personally wouldn't but i understand mm. why people would even fresh choice the one in near intex i don't know if you've been there i think i've been yeah it's like small it's like a small boutique supermarket mm. like it's got that almost like european feel to it you go in there and you you'll have um no, I definitely noticed in one supermarket when I visited in, in Canada, like they've got a full cafe like in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. You'll have like different... Um, yeah, well, um, New, New World has a cafe, yeah. or well, at mm. least the one in Preston's does. I don't know if it's an all, but they've yeah, got a cafe I, in I there as never, well. Like, yeah. I would never go to a, to a cafe in a supermarket, like. but then at the same time, like that's kind of a niche thing, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. I wonder how much but the people that do shop at, at New World and enjoy New World prefer it at least over like Pack and Save. Do it just purely because... I wonder how much of just the brand affects it rather than the actual experience itself, like the knowledge that they I shop at New World, so I'm better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how... Like it's, yeah. it's definitely... It's just I a matter, of, it's just a matter of scale. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a... There's a uh, uh, Everyone's the, going to care about that. The scale of... of uh, of MILFs relative to the yes, average population yes. at New and Preston yeah, is, is significantly higher than the exactly average population. It's that yeah. class that, yeah, there's a lot of It's, a like, lot rich, of it's like rich people just seeming, seemingly generally more hot like um, when they're rich. I don't know like, if this is a good way, of, but like if you went to a supermarket, <laughs> uh, like a car park, I should say, at the supermarket, yeah. you're probably likely to find your upmarket cars in the New yep. World car park yep. than mm. you would at countdown or pack and save yeah. there could be a good man on the street we could do new world countdown <laughs> and pack and save and ask the oh, same I, question i went to countdown out. today uh at, at the palms and there was there's two like scumbags <laughs> sitting uh do you know like the bit we go through that those little things at the entrance those oh, sort like of those yes. bars springs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah spring there's bars. like there's two yeah they look probably teenagers but they look like absolute scumbags just hanging out there it's like why are you like hanging out here like at the entrance of a supermarket like they're sitting or not, like a, I don't know. Mm. It's like, just enjoy the attention. It's like, it. yeah, why are you hanging out at the entrance of a supermarket? Like, go sit in the food court or something. <laughs> but yeah. Silly kids. Um, I have to wrap up soon. So maybe yeah, final, yeah. final 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 thoughts. Oh, I that. don't know. We've kind of gone over. Yeah, well, that was that. It's going to be an open-ended, open-ended conversation. Exactly how I it? wanted it to yeah. turn out. Yeah. No, yeah. I think we should perhaps do this often. Yeah, once, all the time. I think one, once a month makes sense. But once in a while. It's nice to just yeah, yeah no talk pressure. about random things, I guess. Yeah. Nice yeah. for us. Yeah, for us At anyway. least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like when Joe Rogan, he does the um, the fight companions where yeah. it just, uh, it's like him and Brian Callan and um, what's that? Brendan Shanahan. No, mm. no. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Brendan hey, Schaub. There's a, a Brendan Schaub. And they, yeah, they're not, well, to be fair, Joe Rogan doesn't necessarily have specific topics, but when it's a certain guest, you know it's roughly going to be like science with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm, yeah. When it's the fight companion, it's just them like kicking back, having a few whiskey, cigars, yeah. watching the UFC, talking shit. So yeah, if there's a market for them or for it, it's not like the other ones I skip. I there'll be <laughs> no, people. Yeah, were, to be fair, I skip those as well, but yeah. that's just because I don't really like those guys. Mm. Uh, Brian, I can't stand Brendan Schaub, Brian Callen. He's grown on me a little bit, but it's still like if it was Eddie Bravo, like yeah, I'd be down if it was just yeah. If it was like Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo fight companion, I'd listen to that, that because king, I like yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I think it just makes like 
takes pressure off for, for us to just kick back yep. and have a yarn like we our origin story mm. it's, it is kind of relaxing on the brain like yeah. we usually we're as we like we just have we have regular ass brains man we're relatively well, exactly. reg- well, <laughs> re- relatively regular brains and we try our mental best <laughs> to like talk about these like topics that we have been Sometimes, to the best of our ability as smart as we possibly can as yeah. eloquently as we can but uh this is much nicer and more relaxing i guess it boils down to like no, I feel sometimes like I'm no expert in what I'm talking about. Why am I talking about this? But at least in this format, it's like yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I think every every anyway. regular ass brain should be at least trying to figure out inflation and stuff because it affects <laughs> you. Like you, you got to at least. I think it's your responsibility yeah. to at least try and like have rough understanding of it because otherwise you're gonna. We'll be like, we're going to vote ourselves into oblivion. We're like, oh, free money again. Sick. <laughs> Sick. More free well, money. Yeah. Do you want the red pill or do you want the blue pill? Yeah, I'm trying, or should to, there, trying to read. You should always be trying should there to be read. Should be a purple pill, pill like a mixture of both. <laughs> yeah. As I say, I mean, obviously it doesn't work for stuff like our rent, mortgages, but when it comes to food, I think, yeah, you can still control inflation relatively, relatively well if you, if you want to, need to. Yeah, just to say, stick to stuff like rice, potatoes, oats. Mm. I've, I've, named but, all these on another episode but you're talking coming let's coming at it from middle class you know what if you're already on rice and oats yeah you know? well, i think that's that's the that's at least that's at least the angle that's stuff. Yeah, yeah educate yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah yeah i think but, that well that's at least what the stuff articles want us to think is happening to like a lot of people and it's probably a bit exaggerated. There's probably not that many people who are who are tipping over the edge but no. it's definitely more with inflation comes it's going to be yeah. more. Yeah, not I think it's middle people. class people who are teetering on yeah. a luxury life that are the most affected. Uh, sort of saying that within my own family, it, they're all middle class and they're sort of teetering on, uh, like, I guess, upper middle class. It's certainly yeah. not mm-hmm. a, a millionaire lifestyle, but they're teetering on that. And now it's like, oh, actually, we have to come right back into the middle. Yeah, it feels the... like you're losing ground. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if, yeah, I wonder if that happens every extent, time there's an economic cycle at the top. Like, we've probably, obviously experienced, like like I said, the, like a real yeah. good, it seemed real cheap, like yeah. pre-COVID. And now every time, there's always downturns. Like yeah. you said, it's cyclic. I wonder if at this time in the cycle, everyone's always like, cost of living, ah, and it always ends up. Well, well, it doesn't end up fine. I think everyone, everyone was getting rich before. Not again, an exaggeration. But yeah. A lot of normal people are getting rich, especially in America, more so than here before uh, the 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 two thousand and eight recession. There's a lot of people getting getting wealthy yeah. back, back then, who yeah. probably were just getting lucky. I think yeah. you definitely notice Gotta be empathetic the luck, like the, the luxury things. You, they tend to go first, like. Well, like the juke, like the juke yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, we're I mean, about. as an example too, like I occasionally like to go out for brunch or something with with my wife. Yes, you're spending maybe what sixty bucks when you go, and you could step back and not do that. Like, but then you also want to live life in some ways, and and the and to be fair, like most times I have gone out for brunch. I don't do it every week, but these places are still busy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Going yeah, out. yeah. So yeah, it's like it's certainly grossly exaggerated, but still- yeah, you kind of want a middle ground too, because if if people stop going to restaurants to go out, you know, go out for dinner, well then then you're gonna start seeing jobs disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so- what they that's what they raise the the OCR, right? That, isn't it? Because they they intending people to be discouraged from yeah. spending yeah. and going out, but you know when people just keep spending, 
yeah, they have to driving. keep raising yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's another top. Well, yeah, we we could just keep yeah, talking. I've, I've got to go take my mum on a date. Nice. Well, yeah. hope it goes well for you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But yeah, we'll wrap nice. it up there for this week. Yep. Um, thanks to those who have supported us to this day and still continue to support us. Um, yeah, you can find us on the usual YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and um, and starting to oh, pump yes. out some clips. Yeah, that's Hopefully more regularly. We, we want to work on is just getting more content out because it's good for us to learn. Yeah, and improve. Yeah, and it's way it's way way easier of an ask to ask people or to expect people to watch shorts. Yeah, not, not everyone. Most people probably don't have time. And we'd encourage to you to and half. interact as well if you want to leave a comment, question. Yeah, yeah, we we welcome that with open arms yeah i'd love to be disagree we don't disagree with each other enough i think on this pod so i'd love for any listeners who are like enraged by something i've said to telling people to do drugs for example (laughs) instead of going on a holiday like tell me why why that's like so wrong but you have to tell me what like why they have to make me understand in my rational male brain yeah we've got a couple of guests that lined up in the future hopefully which i think would be a welcome difference to yep. our opinion yep. and also <laughs> and also some um yeah side topics that we've we've written down that we might get to eventually yeah but um oh and if anyone's listened this far as well any recommendations for more uh, like street interviews like locations to do street interview stuff any like anything any protests happening or anything interesting or juicy that i think we, we don't to, know about yeah i'd be keen I think we need to make a council trip up to Wellington and try and catch some MPs. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm down. Sweet. All right. We'll wrap it up there anyway. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.